Hi, this is Mark Lalone. Today on Meatheads, we'll be discussing nutritional consistency and the importance of keeping your greens. We'll be talking about getting back into the gym after a brief layoff, because we've been off a little bit longer than we'd like. And what can you do to get yourself ready for the bathing suit season just seven or eight weeks away? Have you ever been gaming or working online classes and your internet service constantly gets interrupted? First Nations Fiber is about to ensure that just won't happen again. Get ready for high speed at a new level. Click on fnfiber.com and sign up today. First Nations Fiber, empowering people through connectivity. The meatheads are back. The whole crew is back together, which was totally a pleasant surprise and unexpected to me. So Derek DeLille, it is a pleasure. The CEO of Total Fitness here in Gunawage, your fitness council in the community. Thanks. It's uh, nice to be back. It's, uh, you got your beards a little long. Uh, yeah, I've been, uh, you know. You're rather ginger, I think. <laughs> I didn't know you were a redhead. You can't tell. Uh, no, Derek, I couldn't, <laughs> respectfully. No, no offense, you're usually wearing a hat. True. I am today, True. but no, I couldn't and still can't respectfully. Well, I, I sort of can now because your beard is the yeah. same color as your really, really nice, vibrant Total Fitness yeah, it's hoodie. Just, it's got a little bit too much weight on it. I was wearing my black Total Fitness hoodie this morning. I right. love that thing. It's so comfortable. Mm -hmm. It's a great day for it. Oh, such a good yeah. day for a hoodie. You got to mm -hmm. wear a hoodie. I got to wear layers. I actually had football practice last night, first one of the season. Um, I was so cold. I'm bringing gloves and a winter coat tonight and it's May. Yeah. My, I couldn't feel my hands at the end, friend. Wow. Yep. So we're back after a bit of a layoff. Um, we haven't been able to get into the studio. So now we're back in the studio. It's exciting. It's springtime. Mm -hmm. Things are moving along. So I thought what better way to get us off a little bit of a layoff by discussing how we as trainers get our clients back to movement, adaptation, and progression after a bit of a layoff. Thoughts? You know, it's, it, it's, it's a common thing. You have clients that will take some time off, come back. And the most important thing is to keep them motivated and, and, and don't get injured. But the thing is in, in the beginning, even they want to, they want to rush it, succeed quicker, get back to where they were before. But I, I truly believe pace it because when I'm, when I'm with a client in my head, I'm there for the long run. They might be like, they want six months to get in shape as fast as they can. But my mentality is I'm imagining you can be working out for the rest of your life. So let's take it easy. Cause if you get hurt, you can't train and be off again. I've it's happened so many times to me. So it's like break it in nice and easy. Uh, for myself, I'm, I'm kind of restarting a program. And even though I know the exercise, what I can do, I'll do a, a light set of 10 this week. Next week gets heavier, heavier than it'll take a few weeks. Goes. I mean, yeah. we had this discussion a few months back. Mm -hmm. I was nursing a really sore shoulder. Right. Well, I'm happy to update everyone that I'm back to doing chest exercises again because my shoulder does not kill me and ache me every night because I took the time off and I progressed back gently, slowly, but mm -hmm. surely. I didn't try to go to my max reps again the first night. And I think that's the important thing to tell clients and I think other exercisers who may be listening is that you don't have to get back to where you were today and I don't expect you to. But they seem to expect them to, so I feel like it's important to leave space for them to uh, forgive themselves for whatever time off they've taken because they always inevitably beat themselves up for like, I, I always hear it for, oh man, I wish I was back where I used to be. Mm -hmm. uh, oh man, this is not what it feels like before. And I'm like, I know. You know, I find I get that with the older clients like myself, like a lot of my, my, uh, you know, my, um, our peers, our forties, we're in, we're in our forties. That's people our age. We get tired. Exactly. The young people that don't, it's, it's the older people like, remember Derek? About five years ago when I first started with you and this and this, I'm like, yes, but we're also not, okay, 35 still young, but I mean, 
we're not 35 anymore. We're 45. We're 40. It's it's going to be a little slower, a little different. You just got to maintain it. And a lot of people come up with excuses. Oh, well, you know what? Maybe I can't get back there anymore. Oh, I got, I'm too busy this week and I'm going to, I'm not going to work out next week. Oh, we'll start back the following week. And that's where they get into that, that, the, that little problem where it's always like, get a little bit of progress, quit. A little bit of progress, quit. And then they stay where they are, unfortunately. And, and that's the thing is, it's consistency. Mm-hmm. The only way you can fail is by not showing up. It's the only way to fail. Like if you show up and you're like, blah, I'm tired. And you do like half your normal amount of reps anyway. Mm-hmm. Guess what? You're still getting stronger. Your muscles are still adapting and you can feel good about having gotten in there. I don't get it, man. You know, it, it, to me, it's, it's all about consistency. There's no magic programs, pills, potions, diets, you know. What? Like, wait, wait, stop. Yep. There's no magic pill? <laughs> Come now. Okay. You, you, wait, wait. The internet told me different. Just kidding. Yeah. Well, the internet says a lot of things and I, I, I try not to watch <laughs> internet as much, but you're, you're right. You're right. There's always a cure for everything. So when you have someone new coming or someone coming back into the gym, they've been off. Maybe they got injured. Maybe they're out for a practical reason other than I just couldn't find the time mm-hmm. or I, again, I have to go back to it. I don't understand, man. Every day that I wake up, I've looked, I look at my schedule and I say, okay, where am I working out? What time is Mark working out? Mm-hmm. And I do that every day. And some days it hurts and some days I'm tired, but I do it every day. Yep. And there's just no way around consistency. No, same, same here. I, I, I book myself a certain time on my schedule and it's highlighted in yellow. It says Derek. So if anybody looks at my schedule, they realize, okay, well, it's filled with Derek. Sometimes, sometimes people are like, well, you own the gym. Can you go anytime you want? I said, no, I need my 10 o'clock to myself. And uh, I made a a nice little post on my Instagram one time about why I work out and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day, it's all about consistency. We are there for different reasons. And to see change, you have to be consistent. Exactly. There's just no way around it. And it's, I really love telling my clients that it's my favorite. One of my favorite expressions in the gym is the only place, the only way you can fail is by not showing up Mm -hmm. and Wait, the weight room is the only place in the world where failure is considered to be something we yep. want. It's desirable. Yep. And you know what? It's the only thing you have control of. That's what I find. When you're in the gym, it's up to you to go there, half-ass it, you're still getting a workout. You do really good, you'll progress. You do poorly, you're still going to progress in a way, but you're just being there consistently on a schedule. You know, you'd rather go there and, and, and do a crappy workout or skip, you know what I mean? I can't, I can't skip in a day. Like, I, I have to have that mm. dull muscle ache yep. um, all over. In, at some point or another. Now, granted, with the weather and the cold that we've been having lately, it's a lot easier. Yeah. But, uh, you know, frankly, I just, I, I, I can't spend a day in the gym and not feel this way. It manages everything. It manages my anxiety. I feel better. I look better. Life is better. Everything is better. And you know, a lot of times the clients, when they start working out again, they, they remember that feeling like, oh, Derek, I remember this. I, I like this feeling. Why did I stop? And then they got. Then you got to ask yourself, why did? And you that's my question. Why did you stop? Yeah, like, like I, I, I don't. Yeah, unless it's like an injury. But you know, you can work out on injuries. I don't know if you injure your upper body. Do some leg training. Dude, I tore my, I tore my quad in 2019. I had mm-hmm. surgery on it uh, in 2020. I was back teaching classes in a chair with dumbbells within four days of my surgery. Like, yeah. If if you want to move. You can get out there and move. Oh yeah, it's 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 doable. And and frankly, I you know I I, I have these times where I, I have conversations with people and they're like, well, I have this and I have that, and I'm like, 
Okay. So you don't want this and this and this and this. You want that and this and that. So I tell them, like, you can absolutely have 45 extra minutes a day to do work. You can also, you know, have extra 45 minutes a day to drink wine. No problem. Enjoy those things. Do it. Mm -hmm. Have the time. But don't come to me in 25 years and say, man, can we start training now? Um, You know, my posture is crap. Um, My kidneys are failing. And, oh, all this time that I've spent, you know, looking after myself, I wasn't actually looking after myself. Mm -hmm. And um, when I have this conversation with my clients, I'm like, by all means, in 30 years, you might fall. And the difference between a broken hip and six months in the hospital and a bruise could be weight training. Yep. I, I firmly believe it. I think you, you recover back from injury a lot faster, a lot from anything, even being sick. It's, it, it is, it's been empirically proven that weight training improves bone density with aging. Yep. It improves response to uh, a cognitive decline. It, impro- it offsets the onset of early Alzheimer's. You know, it sends cells to your muscles that keep you healthier, longer. It's, there's just nothing, I don't want to get bulky, but mm. th- maybe that's the one thing that stops people from weight training. I, I, yeah, but I, I thought we've kind of, you know, passed that. That's like so... I thought I, so know, too, but I still hear it. Really? Yeah. I still hear it, Mud. You, you, you think some of these myths that existed, like uh, pasta is a great uh, food for high-performance athletes. I don't know who told you that myth in 1983, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it, does not, it is no longer a thing. You know, I saw something on, uh, on, on some, some social media, and they were saying, do you realize how many women are, are trading in their, uh, their gut-busting machine and their potions and pills into... Uh, healthy, high protein nutrition meals, weight training, strength yeah. training. Because back in the day, it was the cardio, the aerobics, the the waist slimmers, the the Nutra Slim Fast shakes, whatever they're called. Now it's like protein, veggies, rice. There, there's, you know I mean? there is more knowledge than mm-hmm. there ever used to be about nutrition, and I wish that knowledge translated to the exercise part of it. But yeah. and that's why a lot I, of I trust are, it'll come. It'll yeah. come, and that's why a lot of women are getting bigger and stronger and more athletic. That's a great segue. I love that segue. That takes us right into May. We're coming here the first week of May where we're coming to you and, uh, you know, the weather is starting to warm up and bathing suit season is seven to eight weeks away. We have told people consistently on this show, don't come to me in May saying you want to get, look good in a bathing suit for June and July. Mm -hmm. But... And this is a huge butt. Ha, get it? Nicki Minaj, that one. Uh, nice one. Thanks. Um, it's, it's doable to change your body visibly in seven to eight weeks. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely doable. Why don't you, why don't you tell me yeah. how, you, how you would do it to yeah. me, and then I'll, I'll, I'll tell you how I program you. Okay, well, how I usually do it with my clients is uh, most of them have been training with me for the year, so they're building their muscle, they're getting stronger. But this is the easy part. All they really have to do is start tightening up their diet a little bit and uh, start adding a little bit of cardio. So I usually suggest for the first week, you know, drop some carbs. Actually, not even that. Drop your junk for the whole week. Maybe have a cheat day every two weeks. But if you want to look great in, in two months, drop the junk, drink lots of water, and start with 15 minutes of walking every day along with your working, you know. And then on week two, keep your diet the same. Increase your walking to 20 minutes every day. And then keep going until the, the waist. It's going to take a while. It's not going to just happen in a week or two. Probably by week three or four, you're starting noticing something. And that's when diet is key. Because it's summertime. People are like, it's, oh, barbecue. so key. Yeah. So 
Keep the training the same, train as hard as you can, just tighten up the nutrition a bit, increase your protein, get rid of the junk food that's right away and increase your water. 100%. And it's got to be that cardio. I never believed in cardio until I started doing it myself and I'm still not a huge believer in it, but it's great for the heart and it does over time if you maintain it. Agree. And so here's, and I, and I wanted to touch on that topic. Here's what I would do for, for, for a certain amount of that. So uh, I have some clients who are in the midst of doing that. They're doing an eight week cut for a bodybuilding competition. And so what I have them doing is I have them getting up in the morning and they're doing their HIIT cardio first thing in the morning before they eat anything. They are taking their diuretic supplements. So full disclosure, they take a diuretic supplement. It cuts the water that your body retains um, and it ups your body temperature. So they're taking a diuretic supplement and um, they are doing high intensity interval training in the morning. So what I'm asking them to do is I'm asking them to sprint a hill, jog about 500 meters, then they jog back down the hill, jog the 500 across and sprint back up the hill. So what they're getting is they're essentially, they're doing, you know, between four and six kilometers of jog with mm, like 1.5 kilometers of uphill sprinting. So, you know, your baseline heart rate comes up. And if you're an athlete who's already been training for some time, this is going to really tax you. So sprinting, hills, that's the key for, for cutting water. I don't want them jogging too much because that's going to increase cortisol. Um, as you say, cardio is great, but once that cortisol starts coming in, like mm -hmm. I've had clients who are like, wow, Mark, I ran for three hours and I got fatter. I'm like, yes, because mm -hmm. I told you not to and you went insane. So three hours is way too much running for just about anybody except a marathon runner. So at that point, your body's going to start filling your body with cortisol, which keeps weight on for fuel for the long distance run that you are now putting it through. So mm -hmm. that's how that works. I would have them also cut down their food again to four meals daily. I'd go protein shake for them right after their run in the morning. Then they train. Then it's chicken, rice, broccoli, chicken, spinach, chicken, spinach, or tuna and spinach to the mm -hmm. end of the day. And I've already seen them go down like nine pounds of body fat really between are. them in two weeks. It's crazy. Nice. Yeah. And so you have to read it's diet it's a hundred percent diet you know what uh, well, 80 you know i i always thought i had a good diet and uh, I'll, I'll go real brief uh, when i came back from vacation i was talking to a bodybuilder i said you know what? i've been stuck at the same weight forever and I, I i don't think i eat a lot i should be leaner and he calculated my calories i was eating maybe 2200 calories so it was dark you should be ripped at that much calories i said no i'm not i'm just normal and he says because I was eating such low calories for like the last six, seven years, trying to stay lean all the time, I slowed my metabolism. Yep. So he put me on a nutrition plan uh, real quick. He added uh, slowly over the last five weeks, he added my calories. So now I'm eating from 2000 to 3,300. Wow. I put on weight and I also got leaner. I'm like, Amazing. But I don't like eating this much. I really don't. It's but hard. It's a chore. It, it really is. And he says for my body weight, I had to eat a certain amount of calories and 33 is just the minimum I should. He goes, now, if you want to start gaining muscle, try increasing a little bit more up to 3,500, maybe even 4,000. And I'm like sitting here stuffed as I'm talking to you. Cause I just ate a big meal, two meals already before right. I, used, before I used to do my fasting and it was great. But now it's yep. like big breakfast, workout, have my, have my carbs, my shakes during my workout, have my lunch meal, mm -hmm. go home, eat, eat, eat. I'm like, I don't know how bodybuilders do this. You know, like it's their job. Yeah. It's their job. The job is to eat. Then, then you do it. I mean, it's just, it's, mm -hmm. you know, it's uh, my job to write stories. So I write <laughs> stories. It's my job to train people. Yeah. So I, I train people, you know, it's, uh, you so, do it. And it's all nutrition because my training is the same. It's the only thing I changed my entire thing was just 
eating more, eating, I mean, even eating up to 400 grams of carbs a day for me, that's unheard of. That is crazy. That's a lot of carbs for you. My car, my workouts has been better. I'm leaner. I feel, I sleep better. I got more energy because before I used to eat less than hundred grams of carbs, my calories were 2000. I just, I think I was just kind of slowly draining my metabolism, to yeah. be honest. That's what it felt like during all that time. I understand. That's why I need all that caffeine to keep me going. Now oh my like, God. It's I? funny. I read a meme on the internet the other day that says, you know, it says, uh, gym person at three months. I love this. Gym person at one year. I go every day. Gym person at three years, you know, caffeine, ad- crippling caffeine addiction, <laughs> uh, sore joints, yeah. um, whatever else. And I'm like, yeah, that's about right. But it, it's, it, it's great. Yeah. yeah it's, it it, I wouldn't like trade that. this life for anything. Mm-hmm. So Derek, it's been a pleasure as yes. always. Derek DeLille, the CEO of Total Fitness right here in Gunawagi, your council for fitness right here in the community. Thank you as always. Thanks for listening to Meatheads, and please, please check out our other podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or Google, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Check out the front page and the beating table.